Who would win in a fight between Tyson Fury and a gang beast? Or Alan Shearer and Agent 47? In this month's Sheffield Gaming Podcast, we're taking inspiration from Gladiator's recent recording at Sheffield Arena to run the gauntlet with various different Sheffield video game icons. We're joined by Tom McGrath from SideQuest, as well as regular hosts Matt Turner from the Treehouse Board Game Cafe, and myself, Connor Clark from Boneleaf. First up, we're talking about the recent Games Careers Week event and the UK Games Expo events from the last month. Enjoy! Um, yeah, so Games Careers Week was at the National Video Game Museum, at least. But it was kind of a national. It was a national uh, event, so everybody held like activities in their schools or in studios, or whatever. Mm. But then it kind of culminated in a couple of events actually in the Video Game Museum itself. On the Wednesday, it went to a symposium that basically got a bunch of academics and like important video gamey industry people. And the question was, why do video games matter? Mm. Which is very. Um, high and noble i guess i yeah. suppose mm. um but it kind of ended up talking about like do they need to matter or can games be crap like you know the, the, does everything need to be high an incredibly art high yeah. art thing yeah there's lots of those kind of conversations which was really fun yeah. actually um and it's nice when you've got a lot of minds that are that way is inclined yeah and sort of and come from lots of different disciplines and things to to, to kind of uh, weigh in on that. Sure. I, I, I got to speak with Special Effect as well. They were oh, there. Oh, nice. Because, you know, Special Effect are a charity that basically make controllers for people that can't use normal controllers for whatever reason. Maybe they have physical uh, disabilities, etc. Mm. Um, so uh, they brought along a copy of their iMine, which is Minecraft that you play with your eyesight. <laughs> wow. Which is incredible. Um, so I sat there and just... It's, it's weird as well because you sit there and it kind of... You can see kind of your eyes on the screen at, at some points um, and you can see when you blink as well um, and then yeah if you just like look to the left your character looks to the left you look to the right you look to the right um, there's like a task bar at the bottom where if you hover over you hover your, your vision over them you focus over them it changes what you're doing that's whether you're moving or mining or you can have any sort of macros mm. so like one of the macros is like that your character immediately looks down puts a block under you and then like you're building upwards, basically. Okay, yeah. So, you so can stuff like build that. A, build a tower. So you can do whatever you want. There is wow. nothing stopping you. And what's really cool about it was that it felt like it was the closest I've ever got to playing a game that just like I thought it and I did it. Right. You really? just think what you okay. want to wow. do in the game and you just do it because you're just following your eyes. So, um, so yeah, that was really really cool and like really cool example of that technology. Um, and then they would come along and talk about why do video games matter? Well, we're just going to show you kind of all the people we work with, and you were like, oh my god, they absolutely matter. Mm -hmm. Like you know, this is um, such important work that they do. Yes, yeah, so that's that was great. Then on the Thursday and Friday, there was a careers fair. So there was lots of schools came down to the MVM and um, to talk to, we just talked with the, all these students about game careers and stuff like that. And um, I gave a quick tester, a uh, taster session of QA testing. Um, and they got to basically, we had to, I, the whole point of the activity I got with them was to find a bug in Gang Beast and okay. write, write up the bug. Oh, yeah. So this is, this is how we write up bugs in the game. And this is what happens to the bugs when we write them up and how they get fixed, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Taking them through that process. Um, but I didn't even have to use a special version of the game. I just used <laughs> just the used... current live version of the game. So you were just harvesting free yeah. labour. <laughs> like, I knew where the bug was. Yeah. Like I could like tell them, like, oh, you know, look towards here to find the bug. But I was like, look, we've actually known about this one. We're going to fix it, I promise. But, uh, <laughs> but, this is the live version. But yeah, like if you go home, you can do it at home on your Switch or whatever. What like, is it? You, do you want to know what it is? It, yeah. Can I... I guess, like, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, it'll so, be fixed by the time no, it comes out, I'm so sure. It's actually a very small one, and um, but in in Gang Beasts, you can play football mode, and mm. your two, your Gang Beasts gang, have a little football that you have to just kick into the goal, and obviously it's, it's hard to do that because you can't really control them very well. Yeah. Um, but the football itself has a texture problem in that some of the assets are just mismatched. Some of the textures in the football are just mismatched. Okay. Um, and it's really hard to see mm. when you first boot up the game mode, but there's like a shadowed area to the side. And if you right. take the football into the shadowed area, you can see it. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why we missed it in the first place, really. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just, it's like a little thing like that. Yeah. Um, which they have to go and find. That's and, cool. Yeah. yeah. Did they find any more bugs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was one that was just like, I was playing along and they had to do this test plan where they have to like tick off all these different things and they put a big fail and uh, next to one of them and I was I was kind of, uh, I was like, why did that happen? He was like, oh, well, I did this 
and this happened and I was like that definitely should not have happened <laughs> um, that, that was totally broken I don't know how you did it um, but hey that's, that's the nature you're aware of one you came yeah. out with many more <laughs> alright stop now stop <laughs> I'm starting to feel pretty bad about the game now <laughs> but that's the thing isn't it you attri- introduce enough people to a thing eventually one of them will break it no matter how perfect the build is yeah and, and we're absolutely not perfect and that's uh, I think that's why we're very happy with our game being in the state it is and being able to show people that like there was stuff that we're continuing to work on continuing yeah. to fix I get the feeling a lot, a lot of people have done this kind of activity before with other games mm. I know Team 17 did something like it before um, but not you don't see it very often at these kind of game fairs I think it's because people are very precious of their games mm. and like, my game is perfect why would I need to take, the, take a, a <laughs> version of the game and get them to find bugs there are none Obviously, there are. There are in every single game. but Or it's that kind of like, you know, don't look at my dirty room situation, right? Yeah, like, yeah. where, like, everyone's room is not a showroom yeah, yeah. at, like, Ikea or something, right? Yeah. But for some reason, everyone's conscious of people going into their bedroom because it's not perfectly how they would like to be perceived. Mm. Same thing with a, with a uh, developing a game, right? It's it's uh you want to have control over how people perceive your game that sounds like it was a it was a, a an enriching week it was a lovely week it was really nice um just yeah to see young people that like didn't have no idea what it takes to develop a game or to mm. make a game um and no idea about the kind of roles that are available to them in the industry yeah um so to say like look qa testing is a role uh art design is a role sound design is a role you know stuff like stuff that People, the stuff that isn't the more stereotypical. You're coding the game, I'm right? You're making the level. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, stuff that is those other bits, and also then to show that games are made nearby. Yes, you know, in Sheffield not, specifically. In Sheffield, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not just down in London, and they're not mm. or over in LA or in Tokyo. Guildford. Yeah. Mm. So where everywhere, everyone in Guildford's in the in the games industry. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? Leamington Spa as well. Leamington yeah. Spa is a big one. Yeah, well, mm. you know, and you also can't live there for, for less than 10 million a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went, I, I got in, in, involved in the, the games industry, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, not the making games industry, but like I, I went to, late last month, I went to um, UK Games Expo. And uh, hobnobbed with a bunch of people who make games there. Cool. UK Games Expo. What's the, what, what, what is the UK Games Expo? It's a massive three-hall convention that, um, that's, or, or more. I don't know. It's, at, um, it's in Birmingham. Uh, NEC, is that right? The, yes, the uh, mega hall. The ridiculous size um, convention centre. Um, and it's just full of board games. And role-playing games, and um, uh, I've never seen so many board games in my entire life. I have seen a lot of places with a lot of board games. You triple your board game. That's, like, that's <laughs> I, at, at some point I put in like the, the the group chat for the for for the work people who who went. Is this too many board games? Are games bad actually? <laughs> There's going to be some board games in there that are exactly the same, just with one rule changed or something at that yeah. point, right? No, no, no they're all they're all just different board games. Yeah, uh, it, it was overwhelming the amount of stuff there. It, it, it can feel quite decentralised when you're just in in a ca- in a games cafe and you just mm-hmm. you know. Um, you get the stuff, the hype that's on the internet a little bit, and you're looking at forums, and you're like, oh, this is what people are really into. But at the end of the day, it's just a list at some point. It's like going to you know the Steam store and, and like scrolling down new releases. It's like you can't possibly keep track of it all. Mm-hmm. At least when you're at UKGE, it's more like you're just like walking through like corridors upon corridors upon corridors of like there's no massive like you know i guess Catan had a pretty big stand right but it's not like you know halo didn't have a call of duty isn't having isn't taking up 90 percent of the floor space in this in this convention mm-hmm. it's like tons of tiny little board games that you don't you've never heard of and you like uh suddenly excite you've got someone who's genuinely excited about the production of this game um uh, standing there t- describing it to you and it's it's brill it's really really good fun i had a great time mm, that sounds incredibly inspiring kind of invigorating yes yeah. working, oh, sure. working in kind of board games to, to be able to just see all that passion in one big room <laughs> yeah for sure um loads of people i think it was something like 
uh, in the tens of thousands of people who went over the course of the of the weekend, mm-hmm. and um, like ridiculous amounts of people. I only went for the one day, and I do think maybe next year I'll be going for the for the weekend because it's just you can't see it all. You just there's yeah. categorically no way to see everything there. Um, so what, that was, what was the worst thing you saw there? I was going to ask the best. But I was like, nah, let's be, <laughs> let's, let's be edgy. Like, what was the most rubbish game you had? There? I don't want to be mean to anyone. Um, there was one that I was just like, this. I am the absolute wrong person for this person to be approaching or talking to the uh, talking through a game. Um, there was a game. Uh, a person came up to me and I was just looking around and mm-hmm. like interested in the various various things on the side. Someone came up to me and said. Hi, do you like maths? Yeah. And I was like, I love maths. I'm afraid not. Oh. You've really got the wrong person here. Um, I, I, I'm really bad at it, and it makes my head hurt to think about. I'm not that smart, okay. uh, folks. So uh, <laughs> like, um, they were like, but they, they bravely kind of pushed on with the, the little kind of disappointed, like okay. a person who assumes that most people like maths or yep. at least like they they can be encouraged or like you know you go to someone you're like i'm among my people yeah mm. you know uh I'm, I'm at a nerdy convention most people here are gonna like maths but not you matthew not no, me you hated no, maths <laughs> really you, you cannot be maths. taught <laughs> they were the only person you spoke to that day <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then they walked off <laughs> and um then they described to me something that sounds amazing for people who like maths, oh, yeah. which is a blackjack game where you're trying to um, uh, get closest to 21, you know, like in right. blackjack. Mm, yeah. Apart from the the cards are functions. Like, they might be like... Uh, uh, Minus n, which is where n is the number of cards you've dealt out, oh, wow. or like oh. uh, it, it's these wild sort of like you, it, they're algebraic um, uh, blackjack cards. Yeah, um, and I thought that's a really cool idea for a game. That is a really. Cool I've idea just for a game. searched the wrong person for you. <laughs> that sounds so difficult, but yeah. also amazing. I play that. I'd so play. I try to play that. <laughs> I um, wouldn't. <laughs> that's what casino should start putting in. Yes. <laughs> stop card counting. Because <laughs> there's no way anyone's getting getting what cards are coming up next on that. <laughs> Okay, so this past month, we have seen that Gladiators was uh, filmed in Sheffield. Did anyone go along to the filming of Gladiators in Sheffield? No, I did. I think a friend of mine did go, though. They so, did go? Yeah. I kind of, yeah, I wish I could go and get, like, the big foam hands <laughs> and, you know, the dum, 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 another one bites the dust. Do you get to keep those? You do, I assume yes. they don't want your sweaty hand, like, <laughs> yeah. sweat inside the foam. No, you get to keep you get to keep the foam hand and then I don't know when you'd ever use it again. Like, <laughs> go straight in the attic, but... Um, Hey, They've kept uh, them all from the 90s. They've just got a big basket there. Just pick up that's dusty. the main reason they rebooted it, right? Yeah. To, to, to get rid of all the foam hands. They have a surplus of foam hands. <laughs> inspired by Sheffield uh, Gladiators and inspired by your trip to the UK Games Expo, um, I figured we could make our own game, or, well, really, it's a flavour of an already existing game. For <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Police don't sue us kind of flavour as well. Um, but I figured we would we would try and do a Sheffield hypothetical Gladiators, but with video game characters. Um Sheffield video sound. game characters. Sheffield and yeah, explicitly wow. Sheffield video game characters as well. Characters that were in games that have been developed or at least partially developed in Sheffield. Okay. Okay. Are some Sorry. of these is this like a clickbait article? Is some of these gonna shock me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah, you'd right. be like, What? There's no way. <laughs> you don't believe number eight. <laughs> well, I have ten. And uh, so I'm not sure how this is going to work, but um, we're inspired by a game that um, that Matt you've been you've been showing uh, this game this game this past week. Right? Yeah, I came across this game in the cafe actually, and I just became obsessed with the idea of it. Um, uh, it's called Champion of the Wild, mm-hmm. uh, and it is a game in which you have uh, you choose a champion of uh, 
just animals. The, the animals have... It's got little stats, tells you how big they are, mm-hmm. tells you something they're good at, um, and you are tasked with uh, entering in, them into a triathlon of weird sports. Mm-hmm. Um, in order to do so, you have to describe to your fellow coaches mm-hmm. around the room why you think that your animal would be best at this weird sport. Why yeah. you think a hummingbird would be best at... Uh, a dodgeball competition compared to an elephant yeah. or a rhino exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so um, so this is a similar deal um, and I think we're going to use even some of the crazy events directly from Champion of the Wild we are um, but I've I've got a little baggie here um, I say that like it's some drugs but it's not it's, it's just it's, just, it's, it's a felt pouch I've got it's a little felt pouch yeah it's even classier than that um, yeah. that has got got 10 video game characters in so um, so Matt, Tom and me are going to take three each would, Matt would you like to take okay. three oh, from two. there uh, there we go oh that's, that's just one. Oh, just they're quite one. big this is... I have not just put the video game character but also the game that they okay. appeared in okay. or first appeared in <laughs> okay this should be interesting. Keep them to yourself for now. Basically, the way it's going to work is we're now going to pick an event. Mm. Uh, we're going to have three events, and yep. uh, you're going to have to um, put forward one of your competitors for each event. And we're going to go through the events in turn. You have three to choose from for the first event. You'll only have two for the second, and then your last event, you just you're going to find out what the event is, and you're just going to have to put forward your video game. <laughs> whatever we're left to with, that. yeah, whatever. You just got to enter them into the third event. These events have not been pre-selected. Um, they've just they're just random, random. Yep. yeah. Uh, so out of a uh, out of a series of kind of gladiators inspired uh, game show style um, events. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to turn over the first event. Okay. See if you actually know them and make sure that you recognise the name. If not, you can Google the name right. um, if you don't recognise them. And when we come around to talking about it, I'm happy to kind of explain. Um, what that character is. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh, event number one, if everyone's okay. got that, if everyone's ready. Mystery event number um, one. We have a chug contest. Uh, competitors have five minutes to drink as much as possible using a non water fluid of their coach's choice. That's us, the coaches. Right. In this, uh, like, if, you're, if your character can fly, they're allowed to fly. Uh, and uh, for those of you, if, if they're an aquatic, uh, uh, video game character then there are water tanks available hmm. okay okay <laughs> cool so so you mentioned non-water fluid yes like uh, it can't be water it has to be something else but yes. that's of our, of our decision so it could be something very gassy like a beer or yes. it could be it could, could be of the, cho- the your individual coach's choice of, of individual coach's choice okay then well um, I'm going to put forward my first competitor go for it to the, to the chug contest uh-huh. okay um, and the character the Sheffield video game character that I've chosen is Sackboy <laughs> So uh, most recently ah. was in Sackboy: A Big Adventure, which was developed by Sumo Digital, and mm-hmm. obviously won BAFTA for Best British Game in 2020. Yes, wow. um, but uh, also obviously of the Little Big Planet games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sackboy is going to be fantastic at chugging down any kind of liquid. <laughs> Because he's just made of like fabric, so like, <laughs> suck it all up. Like, it's a big sponge, right? So uh, you know, it's kind of, it has lots of different mouth options in that game as well. So you could you could dip him in it. Like don't even need to don't even need to pour it on him. You're also giving ideas for merchandising, right? Like get a sack boy, just just super absorbent, going around the kitchen. Sack boy sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be great. Uh, well, I'm entering uh, okay. my first competitor, uh, the Lotus Esprit. Uh, <laughs> a, a car. Oh, wow. A car from uh, the Lotus Esprit Turbo Challenge 1990. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, I don't know uh, who developed that car. So it was it was actually developed by a team in Cheshire, but it was published by Gremlin Interactive. Oh, um, no. They then went on to develop Top Gear as well and the Top Gear trilogy of games. Um, but I chose Lotus Esprit because I figured, figured the car from Top Gear might be even more <laughs> obscure. <laughs> the car from Top Gear. Um, and uh, I can tell you that it gets... <laughs> you know it exactly takes, how much fluid. It's 6.2 gallons per 100 miles. Oh, damn it. So... <laughs> oh, no. 
Those are some stats right there. So I have some very particular stats. So if you think your character can can absorb more than that much uh, petrol or uh, or, or the, oh. the given fluid, then um, then feel free to come up against us. Yeah, oh, so that is right. a, that's got a big tank. Yeah, there's not yeah. much chance you've got. But then it's like limited, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's I got, still it's feel got like capacity. In order to burn through it, you do have to be going just full red. <laughs> Like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to prop the Lotus Esprit up on the bar um, because well, I'm, the, I'm assuming the... it's happening in a pub, <laughs> <laughs> like a fantasy tavern, you know, <laughs> for this chug contest. Yep, like an ale pump going yeah, into exactly. there. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it's, we're just gonna put the foot down, and it's just gonna be r- running through oh, petrol. Yeah. Um, uh, as long as the as long as the wheels aren't touching the ground, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Like a kind of Ferris Bueller's Day Off yeah. kind of scenario where exactly. they're just reversing it all the time. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. Using as much fuel as we possibly can. Nice. That sounds like pretty much a, you've got it on lock. Tom, is there any, anything you've got that can compete with that? <laughs> I, I've got two very athletic people okay. in my group. So I'm going to go for a complete wild card and put something in I know nothing about. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> uh, which is Thing from Thing on a Spring. <laughs> 1985. <laughs> I don't know how much this thing can <laughs> spring. Spring. Is it a is it a spring like spring water? <laughs> thing on a spring water brook. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope. I don't know what thing is. What if thing on a spring is just literally a thing that's on a spring for a body? He looks like what's the 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 um the magic roundabout. Z- oh, Zebedee. 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 Yeah. He's basically Zebedee, but as a video game character. Right. Oh my um, goodness. And there, and there is, is there anything in there to, to, to like any enemies? I wonder, or like things that Thing on a Spring comes up against. <laughs> the, <laughs> a lake, hopefully. The, we, the shows, us, shows us the size of this creature because it could be like kaiju size. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we don't know this. We 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 know the size of a lotus esprit because it's an actual car. <laughs> yeah. We know the exact dimensions yeah. that and, that can hold and miles per gallon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a great character to have. I say character, <laughs> car, character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if it was a race, you would have won as well. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I'm pretty happy with my Lotus yeah. Esprit. <laughs> well, I think this is a no-brainer, yeah. um, unfortunately. Um, uh, do, do we have a second place that we think between uh, the thing no. on the spring? I mean, I think, I think you, you, at least with Sackboy, you can dunk him in whatever yeah. liquid it is and then ring him out yeah, and go then again. dunk him again. I, I'm assuming from the year of yeah. 1985, right. this was two dimensions it was yeah. so uh i'm gonna argue that thing could probably drink a lot considering that on a two-dimensional plane there'd be nothing for, <laughs> it'd just go straight through <laughs> it would drink so like it could can, drink an infinite you amount call of that water drinking? Is it like a skeleton yeah. like a skeleton is having a drink and it's just going straight through his body yeah like it should never stop yeah. that would be my argument okay although Probably not a good <laughs> argument. I think I'm going with Sackboy in this one for second yeah. place. Uh, <laughs> but it's definitely the Lotus Esprit for the win. For the win. Um, okay. okay, second second round. Remember, that, that character you've just used is out. Yep. Okay. Uh, you could fit Sackboy in the in the engine of a Lotus Esprit. <laughs> true. A sabotage. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, second round is and we mentioned uh we mentioned the play that where this comes from earlier on mm-hmm. um it's from gladiators the gauntlet so okay. the gauntlet is a big wide half pipe mm-hmm. um that our competitors have to get to the end of mm. um it, this does say that the the um half pipe is of a, a di- diameter three times the width of the widest competitor okay Okay, uh, so if the, again, if we were using the Lotus, then it would be really wide. Yeah. Uh, but but um, the other two are going to be trying to stop it getting to the end. The person who gets to the end fastest is the winner. Okay. So there'll be three separate runs at this, okay. and the other two competitors are going to be blocking. So we're going to have some. Uh, I some have interesting... picked mine already. Already, that was quite yeah. quick. Okay. Um, do I go for the wild card or do I go for the the safe bet? <laughs> And I, I think I've chosen mine. Um, 
Okay, I'm going. I'm going for the safe bet as a better defender. Okay, we're going to need good defenders as well as attackers, aren't we? Yes, it's true. Yep. Cool. Uh, all right. I'm um, happy. Uh, cool. uh, Tom, you you can you can start. You went last last time. Okay, I'm going to start with uh, Tyson Fury. <laughs> Undisputed 2022. Okay, that's pretty good. There, I know, right? I, I looked out with this one, the gauntlet. Um, I don't know what Tyson Fury looks like. Uh, are they... He's a giant of a man. Yeah, I thought um, so. Yeah. A very good yeah. punching man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's obviously the, the new boxing game that came out in early access late last year um, by um, um, Steel City Interactive that has got like the most photoreal Tyson Fury that I've ever seen in a video game. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so I figured he'd count. They do a few, they've done a few events down at Meltdown, I think. Uh, they play tests. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not only not only are we getting a, a really big man, he's also very photorealistic. Yeah, so, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's more, like, impressive. <laughs> I had forgotten that we were imagining that the world is real, <laughs> but these, like, polygonal characters <laughs> are just walking around it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Good, good defender, I reckon. Mm. Um, and to be fair, no one's going to really try and defend him against yeah. him. Yeah, it's someone like Tyson Fury. That's true. What are you, Matt? Who uh, have you chosen? I reckon this is the one. This is this is what this creature has evolved to do. This oh, really? is the perfect creature for this event. A gang beast from Gang Beasts oh, is wow. going to is. They've got hyper sticky hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> incredible grip. That can pull them up at unlikely angles. Uh, they might be able to use one of the defenders as a weapon against the other defenders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and like, they're really hard to track. If you try and stop them, they're just going <laughs> to flop over to the other side <laughs> of you. The, the, the Gangries are quite explicitly the anti-Tyson Fury. Yeah. Right? <laughs> They're, they, they can't be beaten up. They don't die. They just get up again. Yeah. They're, just, they're just the antimatter. Aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Completely. Yeah. I want to watch Tyson Fury sweat as a gang beast walks onto the boxing ring. It's like, oh no. <laughs> this, this this kind of putty doughy like wobbly guy in a strange hat. <laughs> Huge boxer, just like oh no, <laughs> I've met my match. Running away. <laughs> there was, so there we had. Uh, there is actually a. Uh, do you know the online death battles that they do where it's like Superman versus Goku? Oh, yeah, yeah, who yeah, can yeah. win? There actually is one that's between a gang beast and a fall guy. Oh, oh, wow. And they have actually worked out who would win in a fight <laughs> and they go into more detail than we have ever Is considered it like as a developer. And stuff? Yeah, and that stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like they look at the actual like body sizes based on memes that oh people made the yeah. size of it. Uh, in the end, I'm pretty sure the gang beast actually wins because it can't be killed. Yes. The gang beast is like the Terminator. It just keeps coming back. Oh, that'd be a great movie. If you're if you going to adapt gang beast into a film, that'd be the way to go. Like, from the far future, a gang beast comes back to kill John Connor. And I think I think the little beans in, uh, in Fall Guys, you know, I think that's mostly suit. You know, I think they're, yeah. li- they're little tiny guys, but in a big In a big, in a big bean, yeah. yeah. Some controls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think uh, I may have my my character, Mighty. You may have you both beat here because oh, um, oh you've both gone for pure strength and endurance, yeah. which is the right idea. But my character is going actually going to be a bit nippier. Okay, and, uh, I I have chosen Zool, the ninja <laughs> oh, no, of the nth dimension, oh. uh, who I think is just uh, he's obviously he's a ninja. He's yeah. from he's from another planet, mm-hmm. and he's very fast and mm. quick, and uh, it was was designed to go up against Sonic the Hedgehog and you know I think for like, that reason alone the only the only way that he's he's getting me in his match uh, Zool is meeting his match in uh in in Gauntlet probably is against Sonic the Hedgehog oh, yes cuz so. uh, <laughs> um, anyone got Sonic the Hedgehog I think no? I think Sonic's I think Sonic's got Zool beat in yeah. in this uh, and most competitions for sure for sure yeah yeah, yeah. it was never a good <laughs> a good competitor but uh, <laughs> didn't manage to make quite the ripples that Sonic did uh, but uh, but yeah I figured I figured with Zool's agility mm-hmm. um, may not be the best defender however he is a ninja you know shurikens or something I don't yeah. know he can leave like his little stars 
to slow people down, but um, but and as an attacker, he's there. Yeah, that, this, this is the thing, isn't it? If Zul's on defence, he's always got one of the two uh, beefier competitors to try and stop, the, to, to do the good defence. Mm-hmm. Whereas Zul just needs to zip past each other on offence. I think Zul's making the best time here. Yeah. I think I agree. Yeah, the ninja wins it. But then then the second place, what do we think for second place? Ooh, Ooh it's hard <laughs> to say. <laughs> if I know that video did Tyson Fury and Gang Beasts and not four guys <laughs> and Gang Beasts. We would have an <laughs> outside yeah. authority. I think, I think, yeah, Zul's got ninja stars. Um, uh, although I don't know if you're allowed to just straight up attack each other to kill each other. <laughs> um, uh, I think, you know, you're going to get bogged down by a Gang Beast very easily. Yep. Um, so Tyson Fury's coming up against the Gang Beast. I reckon Tyson Fury's got a faster run speed than, yeah. gang, than a Gang Absolutely, Beast. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely faster. Definitely more polygons yeah. as well. Yes, it's true. Yeah. So he's, he's going to slide across the ground a, lot, a little yeah. better. <laughs> he also looks great <laughs> as well. Right, yeah. Uh, the gleam from his, the sweat on his forehead <laughs> is going to blind the Gang Beast. Uh, I reckon Tyson's got it second second place. I I, I, I think I agree. Yeah, right. I think. Don't get me wrong. I think uh, Tyson on the other way around when the when the gang beat is going through the gauntlet. Mm. Um, I think Tyson will stop him, but for how long? Like how many <laughs> times can he stop him yeah. when this gang beast keeps coming back? Whereas the yeah. other way around, Tyson Fury probably knock him out in one punch and yeah. then be able to run past him. Right, mm-hmm. gang beast can never catch up. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, and we're going into the third round. This is the one we have no control over what competitor is coming into this uh, this uh, third round. Okay. Um, and it, it is the fandom from the end of Crystal Maze. Oh, oh no. Competitors have two minutes to catch or eat as many golden <laughs> tickets as possible in a dome filled with high-power fans. Ooh. Um, so there's no point oh, I wish I'd kept Zool for this <laughs> I think I kept the best one really unless unless like I'm, I'm hoping for the air intake on the Lotus um... <laughs> you just open the door yeah. and close the door after a little while I've got I think not going to be a bad competitor but certainly not going to be a good competitor I've got Agent 47 from Hitman 2 Ooh, that's a good <laughs> one who would have okay. been good in the, in the gauntlet admittedly uh, so I think Agent 47 will probably have my character beat because he has eyes uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> so my character is uh, Monty Mole from Wanted oh. Monty Mole <laughs> Uh, 1984's Wanted Monty Mole um, and yeah he's a mole so he's got a small yeah. hand he's not got very good eyesight <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got no hope <laughs> not perfect yeah not a perfect uh, one I think I'm going right down the middle here <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> we really are at the bottom of the barrel aren't we yeah yeah I, <laughs> I, 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 who would have thought Agent 47 would be the optimal one for yeah. this <laughs> I know it, it's and by right down the middle, I mean sort of in the same ballpark. Okay. okay. Well, not the same ballpark, as you'll find out with um, <laughs> as Agent 47. But I've got Alan Shearer from <laughs> Actua Soccer 1996. So... <laughs> yep. A human. Um, same, same, like... Normal appendages as as as, as Agent Forty Seven. Yep, Same sure. kind of surface area. Yeah, <laughs> they can. Yeah, maybe uh, slightly taller. Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Opposable thumbs. Yeah, yep. that's good. Uh, oh. They're both athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say that Agent Forty Seven is better at climbing. Yeah. Uh, if he needs to get up, you know, because if you can get to the top of that of that dome. <laughs> The fan just pushes them all up to the top. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna pool up there. This is me just thinking now. Like, why didn't anyone try this? <laughs> because it's a massive overhang. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're climbing to the top of a dome. Yeah. You may as well it's like tr- try to get to the top of the thunder dome. Yeah. So, this is definitely between Alan, Sh- Alan yeah. Sugar, uh, Alan Shearer, <laughs> Alan Shearer. and. Agent 47. Are, they, are, we, are we in the dome at the same time? I, or is it separate that changes things, doesn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, because if, if Agent 47 can kill Alan Shearer, <laughs> then it's game over, isn't it, yeah. really? Yeah. Monty Mole might even sneak a second place. <laughs> <laughs> it does. 
It does look like they're all in the uh, from the art on the card. Yeah. Uh, it does look like all of these competitors are in the in the dome together. Oh, yeah. it's all over for Alan. Oh yeah, no, yeah. The, the moment Alan steps in there, and and the worst part is, it's going to be one of the fan blades, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> and one of the, the ground is going to go on, like yeah. going to go out from under him, and mm. he's going to fall into the fan blade. Oh yeah, definitely. That's. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. Either that or he gets catapulted up somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and and if he, with his, you know, uh, uh, acrobatic uh, football skills can survive that, then he'll be all right. But (laughs) he's not the most, he didn't do that many bicycle kicks. No, he's not that agile. Now you mention it, I'm going to stand by my statement earlier and go, I'm going right down the middle of Alan Tree right here. It's very much... Like by comparison, standard human. Yeah, uh, yeah. fair. Well, I think if we all agree that Agent Forty Seven is the winner, uh, that means that overall, uh, the uh, the winning team are Agent Forty Seven, <laughs> a gang based in a Lotus Esprit. Yeah. <laughs> they can drive off with their winning. Drive up to the podium. <laughs> this gang beast just like belting up. <laughs> Click every trip, yeah. (laughs) Even gang beasts who have no fear of their own mortality wear a seatbelt every trip. (laughs) Safety first. Safety first. You know those guys who fight at the top of a lorry (laughs) in motion. Very, very safety conscious when they're when they're driving. If you disagree with any of our decisions, um, <laughs> uh, or want to play this game yourself, then all you need to do is write down a bunch of video game characters, mm-hmm. put them in a bag, come on down to the Treehouse Board Game Cafe, and play Champion of the Wilds, uh, and uh, and and just use the use the event cards. Yeah, that's what we call hacking a game. We hacked it. Yeah. Um, All you need is a bit of improv skills as well, yeah. which actually brings us on to our other thing we wanted to talk about today. And that's actually, Tom, you're joining us for the first time. Yes. How's Hello. Thank you for having me. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I do improv comedy. You do. I am part of a really fun, improvised fantasy choose your own adventure show called Side Quests. Mm. Wow, I think we've spoken about it on the show before, haven't we, Matt? Yes, um, I think yeah. when, I think the, when it, you've been doing quite a few of them now, haven't you, over the past year, a year or so? Yeah, we started Tramlines last year. Um, oh, that's with, coming up. Yeah, with a response that none of us were expecting and it's just, it's just gone up and up from there, basically. Like, huge, huge numbers turn up to everyone at my gigs now it's like so much fun to see like people like buying tickets already and stuff like that and we get such a good feedback on our social media just like oh, I love going to the show and stuff like that and it's so much fun to, to be in as well oh, amazing so for, for those that haven't seen a, a side quest before what what is it what would they expect going into the show so um, just a rundown of what what we do so we um, we hand out character sheets at the beginning of the show, and you write down a character name, a skill that character has, a trait they have, like a random trait, and a proposed title of the story. Um, And we pick like a mixture of those for the main character who goes on the quest. And don't worry if your character name doesn't get picked because we use the rest of the sheets as other characters, which the... uh, main character comes in in contact with there's a lot of audience participation but in a good way it's, it's not it's not like <laughs> not we'll go out and start way. like yeah yeah come up on stage you can do a magic trick <laughs> yeah we won't be getting anyone up on stage we're basically if like there's a fork in the road or something like that oh put your hand up if you want to if you want the character to go left into the forest or mm. right uh to the dark castle put in an element of D as well like there's a big inflatable dice uh, that if they're jumping across like a cliff or mm. something like that, just like, how well do they do? And there's like, uh, yeah, six really good, one terrible, and then four is a uh, wild card. So, like, that's just made up on the spot. Like, <laughs> anything can happen. Anything can happen in our four, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's a lot of fun to be in, like, from what I've heard... Or well, Matt, you've, you've seen a, a few, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I like rolling big inflatable dice, and yeah. I like it when people are funny about the fantasy yeah. time, and it is both of those things. 
Um, it's a really good time. It's a really uh, enjoyable. I've been to a few now, maybe two, three times, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, different venues each time. Yeah. And it's a really, really nice experience where every, the whole crowd gets in, into it. And it's cool to have you know them pull uh, a, a character name out of their out of their sock yeah. and just be like, I'm Flippy Flappy. <laughs> <laughs> Like just, yeah. just so, something that the crowd have have made up, and they just have to deal with that character from then on. <laughs> is, is, is it? Are they often like things that you just totally would not expect? Did, it, did, did the audience try to like trip you up with things? Um, and... Sometimes, yeah, we'd get um, like sometimes we get like really sort of uh, like quite nice fantasy stuff okay, like cool. given to us that we can work oh. with. Like like oh, this is a really really fun fantasy. Um, fantasy location that someone's given us and then sometimes we just get like big tesco um <laughs> which we made into a giant so yeah it is a challenge sometimes to come up with like make it into a fantasy location but like we really jump on that challenge it's it's a lot of fun to do i love that what's yeah. the what's so what it's the, the the probably the craziest thing outside of mr big tesco um what can you can you give an example of something that you're like i had no idea we were going to go this way oh um i think it was in the first scene of uh, the one we did at patriot games oh yeah where the main character had to cut some cheese and it was like how well do they do a four was rolled (laughs) the cheese then became sentient and started a revolution they disappeared off for that scene. They came back for the end of the show to to kill the the villain at With the an end. Army. Yeah, the Deus Ex Machina at the end was this like sentient cheese. Um, yeah, that was that was a pretty weird show. <laughs> it was a pretty weird show. I was there. Yeah. yeah. For sure. <laughs> and you said you got some more shows coming up then? Yes, so we have one on the 7th of July. Uh, mm-hmm. That's part of the Walkley Community Festival. That's at the Walkley Community Centre. 7pm um, doors. And I think the show starts at about 7.15. So sort of get there in that window. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be quite a fun show. And we also have one on the 23rd of July uh, which is sort of like tail end of tram lines, seven o'clock at Dina venue. Uh, that's going to be a special show because it's like a whole year since we started doing it. Yeah. That's the same venue we started at, kind of like a homecoming, just returning uh, back to where it all started. And uh, yeah, should be should be fun. Should hopefully see a lot Love of people that. there. Good. Yeah, awesome. sounds like sounds fun. And well, I know it is because um, <laughs> I've been and I expect it to be again. There's other uh, events coming up this month. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of them happening, happening actually around the 7th. So obviously if you've gone to Walkley Community Centre and you've watched SideQuest on, on the evening of the 7th, then you've got the, the, the 8th. There's loads going on, actually. Oh yeah, so there is. Um, Man, um, mm. you've got a, uh, you've got uh, down in town, you've got Meltdown, the eSports bar. Uh, they're doing a 64... 64... Player Smash Brothers tournament. Whoa! Um, it's run by Smash Point, so they know what they're doing. Uh, should be really, really good fun. Big all-day event there. So I'm. Uh, if you want to see, if you were like, oh, I like it when various different ca- uh, video game characters from different franchises are, are competing against each other. Um, well, then you might like Smash Brothers. You uh, might like Smash <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. Cool. There's that. And um, also on the eighth, there is Gems, which is Game Experience Makers Sheffield, um, which is a nice little informal collective of just some people that like making game stuff, whether that's video games, whether that's board games, whether that's game hacks. Like I suppose, uh, can we call it, we, can, we can call this a game hack? What we've done today? Yeah, we've def- this is definitely a hack. A game hack. Okay, I'm going to take it to gems. I'm going to make it a thing. Yeah, it's, do it. It's hypothetical Smash Bros. <laughs> um, Imaginary Smash Bros. I love yeah. it. Um, so uh, you can do that, and then you know have real Smash Bros. Later on, obviously at Meltdown in the afternoon there. Um, also on the eighth, Patriot Games. Who? Well, we could talk about all the events that Patriot got up this 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 month, but. There's lots, really, aren't there? Yeah, there are. And, like, the best place to go is to their to their website, where they've got a really good calendar, um, or to their Facebook, where they've got a bunch of events. They're so good mm-hmm. at keeping you informed as to what's going on there, because it is the most active event-filled venue 
in Sheffield. It really is, yeah. So, yeah, uh, the eighth, they've got, uh, like you said, they've got the Star Wars X-Wing Store Championships. Um, that is a minis game, Star Wars uh, minis game. If you want to see a load of little models of uh, of Star Wars, uh, like, fight, uh, I guess, are they planes or are they starships? <laughs> Which oh, are they? I don't know. Don't 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 entice the entice the higher <laughs> uh, the Star Wars, Star Wars fans fandom, on me. Thirteenth yeah. and the twenty seventh, they've got Blood on the Clock Tower. Connor, you're a, you're a Blood on the Clock Tower connoisseur by now. Yes, I guess so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I, I I still get ultra confused the entire entire <laughs> first time I played. I didn't realise what my role actually could do until right at the end, and we won like at the very last second because I was like, oh wait, hang on. Like, <laughs> So, but yeah, but I, I've I mean, seen lots of them, all the different modules as well. And I, I assume that, that Blood on the Clock Tower, like, you know, it's been around for maybe like a year or so now. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was quite, you know, hotly anticipated when it came out. People were really excited for it. Um, the people that have been playing it for a year are now proper experts. But that means that you can do really cool stuff by having different modules and different ways of playing the game with. I thought they were just like 12 characters, archetypes that you could have. But there's not. There's hundreds. No, yeah. They just go in, in crazy depth, which All is the really players. exciting. Yeah. Um, I believe Patriot they, I, I'm sure there'll be lots of people wanting to play so I'm sure that there will be an intro version um, if you are not played Blood on the Clock Tower before um, but if you are interested in getting into the really crazy depths of it they will surely accommodate for you that, that too for sure yeah it's a, it's a game with a lot of depth to it the big event of this month though and, and one we would like to all, all like to encourage you all to head on down for uh, and maybe chat with some of the Sheffield Games collective where you're there is at the end of this month and this is very early I'm not sure if we've actually properly announced it yet have we um, uh, not quite yeah but, not, but, but it will be by the time this podcast is, be, is, is, is being broadcast um we are running another Sheffield charity game swap, which is we've. This would be the fourth kind of large one now. Obviously, I know Tree has a few beforehand as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one we did back in January, just after Christmas at Patriot Games, was so incredibly successful. We saw. I want to say thousands of games come in and out it's over just be. a six-hour period um, with some absolute bangers, and we we raised uh, I think about three thousand pounds for charity or something wow. like that, over two yeah. and a half thousand pounds for charity, which was just absolutely incredible. And we want to do the same again. Um, it's just coming into the into the summer holidays. You know, you might have some kids at home that a week into the summer holidays are already starting to get a bit restless a bit itchy and you want to kind of keep them busy for a little while and these are your indoor activities you can get them and raise money for charity as well um so yes the 30th of july it'll be on 10 o'clock in the morning i assume starting yeah i think there. it's a slightly shorter time window it's yep. available i think it's four hours yep. and you can bring your games anything you don't need be it video game, uh, board game, memorabilia, mm-hmm. t-shirts, toys, anything that's kind of based around games. Yes. Um, you know, if you've got collectibles and that sort of thing that you're like, ah, you know what? Someone else might want this. Yeah. Um, then bring it down uh, and uh, let it raise money for charity because it was just doing great work. Yes. And Matt, you know, we always uh, uh, end these podcasts by talking about what we're doing. And I say, oh, follow me on TikTok. But I'm not the only one who can say that now. Yeah, well, we at the Treehouse have, have opened up our TikTok. Um, and uh, we've got one now. Uh, we're making content over there. You can get game recommendations on mm-hmm. there. We'll uh, talk you through the concepts of games. You can even play games in TikTok. Um, by we have puzzles uh, that you can uh, go over there, pause uh, the video, and try and work out um, as as you go. We've got word puzzles and things mm-hmm. um, that you can essentially, you know, you're like, oh, I'm just on, on my break at work. I'll just go to the Treehouse TikTok and uh, and and try and figure out one of their so clever puzzles. Now that um, is some innovative TikToking. Yeah, we didn't, we hadn't seen it done anywhere, but no. we thought like we'll find out whether it works um, and uh, and 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 see how it does. So we're pretty new to the place, but we're we're, we're doing okay. We're um uh you know uh, got a, a a bunch of people that have liked the uh, the content so far, and um yeah, uh, so go over there at that's Treehouse Sheffield. Just search us out. Um, and uh, look up our, our little uh, video guides and things. Ace. Also, this past month, of course, has been Pride Month. Um, I, I didn't mention it last month to my shame, but I, I wanted to mention that every month, on the last Sunday of every month, uh, we have the uh, Rainbow Gamers event at the Treehouse. Uh, that is just a, a kind of informal bunch of really nice queer people who get together and play board games every every month. It is 
uh, ticketed but only at the price of a, a cover charge mm -hmm. that you'd normally pay to, to, to go to the treehouse. That's just to make sure everyone gets space because what we did find is it's very popular. Mm -hmm. People want to be there. Weirdly enough, the crossover between LGBT plus people and board games like it's quite it's quite a crossover the venn diagram is a circle um so it's it's very very popular ace and what what day what day are they, those events on so that'll be the 30th uh, of july that's always the, the last sunday of every month okay so the same day as the game swap as well yeah right? fantastic awesome ace well that's all we've got for you this month i suppose um but uh tom uh, uh, uh thank you very much for joining us if oh. anybody wants to find more of you and listen to more of you where can they do that Oh, uh, good question. I do a podcast with Matt. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Actually, yes. this is nepotism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have just recorded an episode just before we did this. Yeah, um, the Life's a Pitch podcast, where mm -hmm. we pitch movies based on titles people give us. Uh, go over to facebook.com forward slash Life's Pitch podcast or tweet us at Life's a Pitch show as well. Uh, we put posts out for genre specific made-up titles every Friday. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, this week we've just recorded the Disaster Films yes. episode, which was a lot of fun to do. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, look out for that. It's on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. And everywhere. That yeah. you get all good podcast retailers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And definitely submit your, your fake titles, because there is a real joy. There's a certain joy of when you see a new episode published and you're like... That's me. That's <laughs> and then you have no idea what the episode is actually going to be like. About <laughs> you had an idea for what that movie was going to be. It, yeah. it probably isn't that. Yeah. And then like Judy Dench is on the post, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I make the posters for for those as well, mm -hmm. which is uh, a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you can find me at the Treehouse. Uh, also, where what 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 Tom said. Yeah. Uh, go go to that place. Um, but also, yeah, you can find me at the Treehouse, um, teaching people how to play games and recommending games and making coffees and things. Um, but in addition, uh, at Matt Speaks Words on Twitter, uh, same on Instagram, and uh, all the rest of it. Uh, you can just find me around. Sometimes I talk about role-playing games, sometimes I don't. Nice. And for me, myself, uh, you probably can't find me on many kind of... Uh, I, don't, I don't have any personal accounts really anymore. Um, but if you follow any of the Gang Beasts accounts for whatever reason, on whatever platform, so TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, that's me on there anyway. So feel free to kind of reach out and chat to me on there. Um, otherwise, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next month. Thanks for listening to the Sheffield Gaming Podcast. For more information on the Sheffield Games Collective, follow us over at Sheffield Gaming on Twitter, Sheffield Games on Instagram, and at our website, sheffield.games. Our incredible intro and outro were provided to us by Harley over at harleylikesmusic.com. Music